Good morning, and welcome to Lopes on Movies. My name is Joey Lopes, and today I am joined by Connor. Howdy. How are you doing, Connor, on this evening that we were recording this podcast? Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. You know, you know, I was at a at a wedding reception over the weekend. That was uh, that was uh, nice. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it was, sure good. It was very, very nice. Yeah, friends of the show, Evan and, and Brianna, who who got it was their it was it wasn't their wedding. It was their wedding reception that took place a year after their actual wedding, which was yeah. Uh, those are popular these days because of you know the pandemic and everything. Yeah, so. but it, yeah, it was great. <clears throat> Fun time. Shout outs to Evan and, and Brianna, fans of the show. Um, yes, you know, friends, friends of the show. You can friends of the show. Yes, um, but you know, the show is the show, and the show must go on. So how about we talk about some movies, Connor? Sure. Um, Even if we don't have we, Kyle, or you know, we only have the two of us, but we're still going to do it I anyway. Know. It, the show must go on. You know, we've never missed a week. As, you know, I'll tell you though, you the show know. must go on, but the show is not going to go on for every show. <laughs> <laughs> I love when when our riffing, that, that our panicked riffing, trying to come up with <laughs> how to transition, sometimes just kind of naturally ends <laughs> up know. ends up doing it. Yeah. Um, so if you've been wa- listening to uh, to our show for the past couple of weeks, you may know that we covered the Netflix original series Cowboy Bebop, the live action adaptation of the anime Cowboy Bebop, um, and I, I have some very sad news. For everybody listening to the show, unfortunately, it has been canceled. They will not be making more episodes. Cowboy Bebop so, is done. Oh, it's it, done. Mm. It's done. It's over. Um, yeah, it's actually really funny because I'm pretty sure that like I, I don't know exactly what the the time frame is, but I think it's something like three to four weeks. Netflix will give an original show before deciding whether or not to pick it up for another season. Um, before canceling it, but I'm pretty sure this Cowboy Bebop show was canceled in like two weeks. Um, <laughs> may, maybe not even. It was like immediate, just like nip it in the bud, done. Um, and I think that's, you know, it's it's especially funny to me because I don't, I don't know if you remember, I don't know if we even talked about this on the show, but if you were like, when we watched it, if you go on Netflix, like when, when we went on Netflix to watch it, the icon for the show had like top 10 trending yeah, on I, Netflix, I, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so th- this just goes to show even further how Netflix is just completely lying about the the popularity and success of their original content or any of their content. Just because, like, if this show was was even moderately successful, they would have made another season. Like, obviously, the reviews were bad and the the hype from people was really bad, like just the social media from the fans and everything. But like, that doesn't matter in the long run. All that matters no. is whether or not people are watching it, right? So like, yeah, they, I mean, they churn out yeah. an Adam Sandler movie every three months, it seems like, and those are all yeah. awful, but people yeah, exactly. watch them. <laughs> exactly. So like, it, it's clear that whatever was, was going on here, they, but, well, th- this seems like the Netflix kind of model lately. And like, it's, it's pretty transparent to me where they're basically trying to generate a, the, per- the perception of popularity in their things so that they can make it seem like everybody is saying you have to watch this so that people then think they have to watch it. Um, so like, I, I'm pretty sure that that's pretty much what happened with Squid Game. It's definitely what happened with Red Notice where like they, they just like are saying everybody's talking about it. So like they they make people think that everybody's talking about it. Um, 
but it doesn't always work. You know, the Cowboy Bebop show, they tried. You know, they tried to make everybody, you know, make make it seem like everybody was talking about it. Everybody was recommending it. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. But nobody took the bait on uh, on Cowboy Bebop. I guess it was pretty. It was pretty uh, close uh, to dead on arrival, though. Like, I don't. I don't know if anyone really liked this. No, no, certainly not. And I'm sure it does not bode well for their their future anime adaptations that they're planning on doing. I know that they have a have a couple of those in the works. I'm pretty sure, and I'm sure that all of the the creative teams behind those uh, those series are sweating now because you know <laughs> Bebop just got executed so fast yeah dunzo are there any of are there any that actually because they've done a bunch the anime adaptations are there any that have been even remotely decent what was the only other one i'm aware of is like they made a movie like a death note movie um and that was a while ago actually that was one of like the the first attempts netflix made at doing like a live action anime thing and everybody universally despised it. It was like, it, it was, you know, so maybe that's why they took like three years or more. I don't, I don't even remember. That movie's like so old at this point. They took many, many years to give it another shot with Cowboy Bebop and uh, once again failed. Um, but, you know, ultimately it's, this is for the best. You know, some, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes when you go on the internet and say something sucks because it does, some, you, you make something good happen, you know? And th- this is ultimately a good thing for for culture. I think that everybody everybody just kind of was mean to this Cowboy Bebop adaptation so much that they canceled it after two weeks. Um, you know, no, I like the first nothing, scene. The first know. scene of the whole thing. Yeah, the first scene was okay. I, I uh, I'm, I'm I'm okay with the first scene. You know, not, nothing against the actors. I'm sure John Cho is a super nice guy, um, but your show sucked, and I'm glad it's dead. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of now, people, now, things uh, that are dead. <laughs> what, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know not every not every segue can be a, uh, a knock out of not, knock out of the park. Um, no, well now we're just now, I, we're just, I, now, now we're just reaching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're talking about House of Gucci, the new Ridley Scott movie. This is the second Ridley Scott movie of the year after the last duel, which very unfortunately was not a, uh, a box office hit, um, but, you know, it was a very good movie. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure which, which movie I prefer out of the, the two Ridley Scott movies released this year, but we'll talk about that, I guess. Um, we shall. So, Connor, give me a synopsis of House of Gucci. When Patricia Reggiani... I'm Italian. I'm allowed to do this <laughs> that's horrible just, Italian That's impression. not allowed. That's not Thinking, allowed. Don't don't be Jared. It? Don't be Jared Leto. I'm a I'm Italian. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, an outsider from humble beginnings marries into the Gucci family. Her unbridled ambition begins to unravel their legacy and triggers a reckless spiral of betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately murder. Ooh. It was directed by Ridley Scott. It was his second feature of this year. Yeah, the last one came out only a, like a month or two ago, obviously. And then it stars Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Al Pacino, Jeremy Irons, and Jared Leto. Oh, Joey, what did Jared you Leto. think? <laughs> Jared Leto. Everyone loved him. He was so funny. <laughs> uh, 
there was actually another actor that I that I like from from way back in Boardwalk Empire is Jack Houston, who actually ended up being a pretty major character in this. Uh, and oh, Selma Hayek also. Oh, yeah, that was no, him. You I, remember Jack I Houston? E- I didn't even yeah. recognize him, but you're right. Yeah, that was him. How about, how about that? Yeah. That was him. Joey, what do you think of this movie? Um, I'm, I'm curious to talk about this because overall, like, I, I, I liked it well enough. I had a decent enough time with the movie, mm-hmm. and I've seen like a lot of, uh, a lot of like very overtly negative opinions on it from a lot of people. Like, I think it, it there's, there's people that are liking it ironically, and there's people that are just like, ah, this is bad. But I feel like I'm not really in either camp. You know, I think it was, it was pretty good. I think the uh, the the performance before the the central marriage, so Lady Gaga and Adam Driver, I think was really good, and I like the way that their their characters interact throughout the movie, um, and kind of how they grow apart over the the course of the story. I thought it was well done. Um, there, it, it's definitely uneven, and I understand like th- there's been some comments where people are like, ah, oh, it seems like every actor thinks they're acting in a different movie. And like I, I kind of understand that because like especially like Jared Leto, which yeah, oh my God, like he uh, I, I keep saying that he he studied Mario to learn how to do a <laughs> Italian accent, um, <laughs> Super Mario, um, and and nothing else. Uh, <laughs> but Joey, he like, is, he's unrecognizable. He looks uh, and he couldn't. I I knew immediately it was Jared Leto. It was yeah. It well, me, I was like, this is obviously him, of course, doing this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we knew it was it was Jared Leto in the movie. I just think it's like, it, I I don't know. Like he he's basically like he's wearing a like a lot of prosthetics to make him look like older and and more out of shape, I guess. And so like he's it's a little bit of a transformation. But you just wonder like, you couldn't just get like a like a schlubby looking actor. Don't we have those? <laughs> you know, you, you, why do you have to get a guy like Jared Leto in, you know, yeah, prosthetics? You, nah, it's just weird. Work. You, got, you, you know? got, you got to get Jared Leto, you know, the, you, know you think you got to get Jared Leto. Well, if this movie was the completely camp, ridiculous, nonsense, stupid movie that Jared Leto is acting in, then maybe that would make some sense. But I feel True. like that's not really the movie that Ridley Scott made here. You know, like there's, mm-hmm. there's certainly like some elements that are like really, exaggerated and silly especially with like the central family being so eccentric and you know these these ridiculous larger than life characters but like it's not really a outrageously goofy movie so i it just feels he feels out of place to me i think like the rest of the cast is a little bit more more believable in the story that they really was telling which i think is is a little bit more grounded than the uh the complete camp take that i think a lot of people were hoping for um but i I think it it was it was done well enough i I think it it loses some steam towards the end and i i that it's it's definitely best when the uh when and you know i'm not not that i'm gonna spoil it but there's definitely like adam driver and and uh lady gaga when they're together i think the movie is at its best and as they drift apart the movie kind of kind of loses me a little bit but not like totally it was fine i don't know what do you think yeah i would mostly agree with you like i i thought the first two thirds were very enjoyable followed by a slog of a last third that kind of just ended abruptly also i i think that when you the the climax was was weirdly like rushed i don't know a little bit yeah it, it, it was like just awkward like they didn't stick the landing 
perfectly I felt like it was, on this. It was sleepwalking to the eventual like inevitable ending, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, which is a shame. But I love I loved Al Pacino in this also. I mean yeah, he's still the show and everything of course, he's in. Of course, he's, of course. he's fantastic. He's obviously so good. yeah, obviously Lady Gaga was was pretty great in this. Also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um Jared Leto's Jared Leto. I think this might be my favorite thing that Jared Leto's ever done, and I still didn't like it. But <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Uh, the weird thing though is uh, also, Jeremy Irons, awesome in, in this. He's oh, also yeah. great yeah. in everything. He's yeah, he's yeah. totally he's one of the like those grounded characters that's so pointed into and that like has his his way about him that is just yeah, just yeah. nails it so perfectly. Yeah, you yeah. you really feel like you know his character like inside and out from his performance. Totally, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it was the 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 biggest problem that I had though was surprisingly Adam Driver's character. You know, he was playing oh. Mauricio. And, then, uh, and it's not and it has it's no fault of adam driver who's i think one of the best actors going right now and he was also you know one of the stars in ridley scott's movie from two months ago that came out or whatever it was uh the, the last, last duel. duel uh i think the writing was was strange for for his character mauricio where well in in, in what way do you, do you feel like his kind of arc didn't make sense or something like that yes yes i think i also didn't see his his like yeah how he kind of transitioned or transferred into the the way that he became towards the end it sure, didn't really sure, sure and i'm sure it could have been done in a way that made sense and maybe this is that is how how it happened but the progression at least it seems like there was one like inciting incident that kind of was like a light switch thing and his personality was like different he was like a different character entirely from mm. that point and didn't feel mm. like the character from the beginning at all to me i don't know if that if you if, if you felt anything similar to that but that that was my impression of it you know i have seen people talking about that and i i didn't really get that impression because i felt like he was like from the beginning he's a very passive character he just kind of does what's what's kind of imposed on him which is like and the, the whole thing is like patrizia meets him at like a party and he's just kind of like o- oblivious that she's coming on to him for like a while um and co- it's completely oblivious to the point where like you know she has to like practically tell him before he leaves like <laughs> do you want to go out like he's just like not not getting the hint right um so like for for the entirety of their relationship he's oblivious and kind of like kind of passive too because once once they get married it's like she starts to kind of, you know, she's she's marrying into a lot of money. He's he's you know Mauricio Gucci, so he's one of the the heirs to the Gucci fortune, right? So he has a lot of money. He has a very powerful family, and she sees herself now in this in this family as somebody that can like start kind of worming her way into the inner circle and and building up her kind of ambitions, right? And kind of using Mauricio for that. Um, but like, I f- it felt like in, in a way that was sort of natural. I don't think that was her plan from the beginning, but it was something. Yeah, that exactly. Sort of That's like, the thing, though, too. Yeah. It's like, especially like the description and everything. I really think that the the performance is very nuanced that Lady Gaga gives to for Patricia. Like, oh, yeah, I think yeah. it like her like arc is very strong. The way it kind of yeah, she's yeah. like devolved into like the way that things kind of got towards the end. Where sure, sure, is Driver. I didn't feel the same way for Mauricio's character, but I really think that it's a great performance. For by Lady Gaga, or maybe the writing in a combination with the writing, and I think that that's probably what the main focus was. Was sure, you know, Patricia. Yeah. 
obviously. But I, I, I think with uh, with Mauricio, the thing that that made that work for me is that the the impression I got was that he married Patrizia because what he liked about her was that she wasn't really super involved in the bureaucracy of like being part of a rich family and all that and all the the drama that is is part of that like there's a, there's one point where he just like like his father disowns him and he goes to work for Patrizia's dad at their like truck company or whatever and he's like washing trucks and everything right so that and it's it's at that point in the movie where he like after and after they get married like right after that where he's not really in the family that he, he says that this is like the happiest that he's been right and it's really Patrizia who's like urges him to try to get back in with the Gucci family, right? And then as she starts to get more kind of megalomaniacal, she she starts to change him, I think subtly, but he doesn't like her like that. Is the impression that I got, right? Yeah. He doesn't like yeah. that she's getting so much like cuz she's not the she I think is is most clearly not the same person to him anyway. Um after she starts get trying to get like really involved in uh in like the affairs of Gucci and everything. So the, the impression I got is that she was like subtly changing him to the point where eventually he kind of became as much of a monster as she was. But by that point he didn't like her anymore because he didn't like her as a monster. So she, he drops her, but continues to kind of build, continue on with her legacy as opposed to uh, going back to the way that he was before they, they met, you know, like I, th- I think it's yeah, a, it's huh? an interesting like they, they, tr- her character rubs off on him a lot, and by the point, by by the time that that's like, to a point where Maurizio is just as kind of conniving as she is, even if he he doesn't, he's not aware of it. Because I feel like his his overall like personality is still very passive, but he definitely gets that sort of like more more drive to to succeed in the in the family business and everything. But like once once he gets that from her, he drops her. You know, so th- mm-hmm. I, I I feel like that. Maybe maybe it could have been portrayed a little bit more, like obviously, but I think it's there. You know, there, there's definitely like a character dynamic there that that makes sense. I I didn't personally feel like he changed as much as she did. You know, and mm. I understand See, like there, why that could you be, might it, think it that, but like that, that's okay. Yeah, that could be on a repeat viewing. Like you get a different impression of it because mm-hmm. because it, it is you know you just watch it that first time and you kind of don't you're watching it from a certain different lens and angle but i guess you you could see i mean like i said like in what you were saying too the performances it is that is the strongest aspect of it is those two together you know and then it's just that that last act that is just not it's just a slog if anything like i i honestly felt like it was patrizia towards the end whose character not not that I don't buy that she would do what she did, but like I I sort of felt like it had it it, it came after a point that it, it seemed like it was jumping from one thing to another a little bit too quickly, maybe. Um mm-hmm. and so may, maybe like for her, I feel like that like the whole movie is about her eventual spiral out of control, right? Like that's that's the basic like gist of the the point of the movie. But I definitely think that there might have been a couple steps along the way towards the end that went a little bit too far. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. It, it, once they're apart, I feel like the movie is just hobbling towards getting to where it's eventually going to get. Uh, yeah. And, you know, that's that is what it is. But I will say I uh, the other things that I enjoyed about it. I, uh, I didn't know because I don't know anything about fashion. I did not know that uh, the Gucci line was revitalized by Tom Ford. 
Yeah, how about that? If, 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 you know, movie fans might know Tom Ford as the director of a handful of, uh, a handful of, I guess, like, really, it's like two movies. Yeah, not that many. Um, it was, uh, what was the first one? The first, a single man was the first one, I think. And the second one was Nocturnal Animals, which was Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago, 2016. That's what it was. And, uh, Nocturnal Animals, a very divisive movie, but. I think all of us, for the most part, liked it a lot. Um, very, very interesting kind of well-made movie. He's a good director, I think. You know, he's only made a couple of oh, movies. Oh, sure. And you know, it's uh, yeah. He's, yeah, a, he's a true. He's a true artist that like yeah, really yeah. had a vision that uh, for sure. Yeah. And I guess that that's the one thing you could give like them credit for is finding finding him in, dis- in oh, discovery. Yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah, they sure. were, for sure. that's like a pretty big thing. And then he ended up having his own line too. Like he became mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. And now obviously directs too. like, you get pretty much one of those people that can do whatever they want. Yeah. Know, it's right, like a, yeah. a chameleon type of artist that can really do anything really. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe filmmaking and fashion are, you know, more similar than you'd think. What do I know? I don't know anything about, about either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, anything else in uh, in House of Gucci that you liked? I mean, for me, like th- this is like you know B tier Ridley Scott, which is probably most of Ridley Scott. Uh, <laughs> but but it, I I was getting like all the money in the world vibes, you know, not because they're it, I, I guess they're like sort of about similar subject matter, you know, rich families and their their foibles, <laughs> whatever you want to whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. Um, but I, the the vibes that I was getting were similar. Because I feel like they're both kind of like not movies that I'll remember that much after I've seen. I guess like the one thing House of Gucci has going for it is that Lady Gaga is is really memorable. So I probably Mm -hmm. won't forget that. But I I remember nothing about all the money in the world except that Christopher Plummer replaced Kevin Spacey. Yeah, that's probably that. Yeah, yeah, that's that movie's legacy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Uh, that's that's it. But what do you think now, though? So two movies from ridley scott this year now how do you think these stack up i mean to me the last duel is a tier ridley scott you know the more i think about the last duel the more i just like love that movie (laughs) you know the last duel is tremendous it gets better in my mind every time i think about it you know and it makes me want to see it again honestly just because of how much like every time i think of it's like man that really was really good you know that's just, just good storytelling great performances good it's good everything in that movie man like yeah i wish that i I wish that was the successful ridley scott movie of the year i know know? this one is this one is kind of weird like the house of gucci where where like a movie like the last duel was so focused like and really like had like a it everything everybody was on like this like well that that point that people bring up that everybody was acting in like a different movie in house of gucci Mm -hmm. like the last duel everyone was on the same page you know, oh yeah, it yeah. all felt so perfect, like the way yeah, the story sure. was being told. But yeah, this yeah. one, it's just the tone is so strange. It like, and and Salma Hayek felt was 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 weird in this. As, like, <laughs> yeah, her, yeah, 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 her friend who was like the fortune teller, like it. It's, yeah, I don't know the before. You know, the only one that I think can that can really nail that like goofy and also serious at the same time is Pacino, like perfectly. Yeah, yeah. You he's know, a he, pro, he, man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the one that can jump between like the. I mean, give you can give me the cut of just Pac- the Pacino scenes, and I would I, I you know I think those are all great of him just like yeah, yeah. To, you know, flaunting around like the line and stuff, yeah, and, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know 
Oh, konnichiwa to the to Japanese like <laughs> yeah. customers. See he's, those moments in the so movie, memorable. I'm cracking up. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or or him just like yelling and stuff, like when when he has to. It, it's uh, you know, that all those scenes like kill for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For but sure. then it, like those are the things scenes that I thought were funny compared to like the uh you know Mario impression that. Uh, did Leto was doing <laughs> his, oh you don't you don't like my clothes that i made yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it is that ridiculous it's me paolo like it's, it's unbelievable yeah, it's, he it's, might he might even have a line where he goes it's a me yeah, paolo he, he does practically like it, it is absolutely <laughs> unbelievable it's a sight to behold honestly like you know outside of lady gaga that might be the most memorable thing about this movie just because like you're you're watching it and you're just you're just stunned you can't believe that a, a person is doing this and i guess like was, in a sense you know, like but there are the people that like the movie ironically and those are the people who just like are laughing at those scenes and like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they hate them like they know that they're bad but they're like funny yeah <laughs> like, you know, so I, I was trying to give this movie the benefit of the doubt you know i wasn't going into this thing and like oh, i was gonna be a joke you know i wasn't i was i was like okay Let's let's see what you got. You know, let's see if this this is like you know a solid movie. So like for me, the Jared Leto stuff is like, ah oh man, you're you're trying to pull me into the the world of irony. You're trying to pull <laughs> me into laughing at this thing. You know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. I'm 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 gonna take this movie seriously, whether you want me to or not. Um, and you know, I I think it's a fine movie if you take it seriously. I feel like it's not a great the, movie for for irony. Honestly, it's not a so bad it's good kind of movie. No, know? no, it's definitely not. What do you think of the music? Uh, it's it's just like a bunch of you know on the nose eighties Neil drops. You know, yes, it is. <laughs> the, the whole thing was that, and that it's that's yeah. like annoying at some point. Yeah, to, you know, to constantly it's, get it's, it's too obvious. Yeah. The, 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 every song that you could imagine would be like, oh, this is going to be the song that tells us now we're we're in the the 80s. It's like, oh, there it is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. It's I, I don't know how I feel about the the pop music needle drop phenomenon. You know, because it, it's Martin Scorsese started it. You know, like he started with with like Goodfellas and uh, and movies like that, and then it was cool. You know, but then now it's like the Guardians of the Galaxy model, where it's just take every movie's got to do it now you know we're having so much what, fun just the needle drops in general just needle drops yeah because like, you know I sometimes know. they work though like i, I feel like it, it, when tarantino does it it always is like nailed you know if, yeah if it's it fits i guess it's 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 tough though because i feel like i i really appreciate when a movie has a good score you know true and it, it feels like that's it's almost like we're we're just not doing that anymore on a, on a lot of uh in a lot of movies like obviously in a period movie like we're talking about the last duel I can't they can't do any needle drops there so they're not going to right but in mm-hmm. a movie like this it feels like the default is like oh because it takes place in the eighties we'll just use a bunch of eighties music and that'll be our our soundtrack you know it's like well, why do we have to default to that you know let's how about we instead think like well maybe there's you know some interesting music that could be written for this that supports the story. And is unique and helps make the the movie more of a its own thing, you know. Wouldn't that be cool? But nah, I feel like it, it's just the easy way out, you know. It's like I'll ah, we'll just throw in some eighty songs. People will recognize it and they'll like them, and uh, it'll be as simple as that, you know. That, that's that's what it feels like to me. It feels like it's a ch- it's the, the easy way out. It's too cheap. Hmm. Nope. Couldn't agree more. But generally, I would say 
good movie. You know, it's solid, good. fine. You know, you'll you'll have a an okay time at, at House of Gucci if you if you decide you you want to see it. But you know, that's that's not the movie that that we all want to see this year. You know, I'm just waiting for Licorice Pizza, the new mm-hmm. Paul Thomas Anderson movie, to finally open in this godforsaken state. I feel like I've seen nothing but reactions to it for months from people in New York and L.A. who have been seeing. This I haven't movie. even seen, I haven't even seen it yet. Just had a like the solidarity. You know, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> it's not solidarity. No, I know. I know. <laughs> it's like it hasn't it hasn't worked out that I, I, I but I want to see it though, especially after seeing the trailer for it before this movie. I was like, oh man, Tell you just, just play that right now. I know. Yeah. Just that's all I want to see. That's not nothing else matters but house of gucci's fine if you everybody we will see you next week